TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. This episode of Talk Your Book is proudly brought to you by Honan, providing a complete range of insurance, risk and financial solutions. Bundy's called me up, told me to take a look, but stay stubborn as bulls and talk their own book. Get the money, get the money, get, get the money. Hi, I'm Chris Judd and you're watching Talkie Book and today we're very lucky to be joined by Anthony Doyle from Fire Trail. Anthony, thanks very much for coming back on the show. My pleasure, Chris. Good to see you. Now we'll get into your stock pick in a second, but maybe talk us through the Fire Trail S3 Global Opportunities Fund and, and how you guys look to invest. Yeah, Chris, so the fund is listed on the ASX under the ticker S3GO, and it's uh, an exposure to global equities. Um, and essentially what we are doing is finding the very best value and growth companies across an investment universe that is 20,000 companies and uh, essentially it's a highly concentrated, high conviction approach of 30 value and growth companies, um, really unconstrained. But what we are seeking to doing in the strategy, apart from generating that alpha and generating that long-term investment performance that clients are looking for, is monetize the opportunity that exists in what is a structural investment thematic with significant regulatory tailwinds of sustainable investing. So we seek to identify companies that are providing solutions to some of the greatest challenges that the world faces and think about it in a really pragmatic way. And what this results in is a highly differentiated portfolio from what you'll typically receive either via an active global equity fund or a passive global equity fund. And what stock did you wanna talk about today? So today, Chris, I have a, a stock that we think um, can benefit from some significant structural tailwinds within the insurance market, uh, and that's a company called Ryan Specialty, headquartered in Chicago, uh, started uh, in 2010 by a guy named Pat Ryan, as you would expect, uh, and Pat is famous for being the CEO and founder of Aon for over oh. 41 years. So okay. he started the company, he got bored in retirement, Chris, and um, thought, you know, I'm too young to be retired and just went out and started a company, uh, Ryan Specialty, a wholesale insurance broker, specializing in a part of the market that is growing at double digit rates of growth. And that is what is described as the excess and surplus insurance market. Yeah, and that's probably important to dig into. So maybe give us a quick overview of the, the three different business units they have. And then maybe a, a bit of colour on the ENS market, and how that um, how that differs from the, the property and casualty market in insurance. Yeah, sure, Chris. So um, three business units: um, the binding authority unit, the underwriting uh, manager unit, and then the the wholesale um, brokerage unit. And wholesale brokerage unit is um, the largest proportion of the business at around 60%, um, but the two other areas are likely to grow and are attractive um, business units uh, for Ryan in that um, of the, the commission that is generated from the sale of a policy, um, they can actually take two times the commission uh, in acting in, as the either um, binding authority or underwriting manager. So that's an area that they expect to grow, but. Certainly, um, in terms of acting as a wholesale broker, 
We're seeing consolidation around the retail broker network um, in the United States. Um, so essentially, where 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 um, where sorry where um, Ryan sits into the equation is um, those looking for insurance outside of the um, typical type of um, regulated insurance market they will uh, seek to enter into the excess and surplus market. So we're talking about those really hard to insure risks, um, those unusual types of insurance policies. But uh, unfortunately, as we know, the world is becoming more complex. So this part of the insurance market is growing at double digit rates of growth. And I'm talking about things such as climate catastrophes. We, we know that, for example, one in a hundred year floods have all of a sudden started to occur um, on consecutive, in consecutive years. And we know that, for example, in New South Wales and Victoria. Other parts, so, you know, if you work in a hard to insure profession, like you're a roofer or you're an AFL coach, for example, um, you might seek to enter into the excess and surplus market for an insurance policy there in order to protect your livelihood um, and enable you to continue to generate an income. Think and that's about, just much you know, more bespoke, I assume, and the margins end up being a lot better because it is less commoditized. Yeah, so typically someone will have ha had entered into the regulated insurance market and been knocked back three times, Chris. You're absolutely right. So you need that specialist um, specialist um, approach that wholesale, a wholesale insurance broker like Ryan can provide you in that interaction with the insurance company to ensure you uh, get a policy. And I've looked at some of the Aussie listed insurance brokers before, and uh, obviously the show is sponsored by sponsored by Hone, and so we're very uh, familiar and fond of the business model, but just, I mean, they carry no balance sheet risk and um, just have that happy knack of doing better in really uncertain, tough times and, and not overly linked to the economic cycle. Are they some of the characteristics that appeal to you when looking at Ryan? Yeah, I mean, it's not just, uh, you know, climate change, but think about the frequency of cyber attacks as well, for example, um, and social in social inflation um, is coming through as a, a tailwind for this part of the market. You're absolutely right. They don't take on balance sheet risk and there's no interest rate exposure, but they do benefit from the um, inflation of uh, insurance rates um, and that rate policy cycle that's coming through. And for any of uh, anyone watching today and they've gone and checked their insurance lately, I'm sure they um, have probably realized um, the inflation that they're experiencing in their premiums. Um, so it is a way to get exposure to the insurance market in what is a fast and growing part of the insurance market, um, but build in a bit of inflation protection as well, Chris. And no insurance rate, interest rate exposure, but they do sort of get that lag, don't they, between getting paid and then paying the insurers and a higher interest rate environment gives them a little bump to earnings. Is that material or it, it doesn't have a huge impact in that, whatever, three to six months where they can hold that money at a higher interest rate environment? No, so it's um, that, that won't come through as much for the brokerage side of um, the equation, the wholesale broker, but that would have a, a significant impact for a company like QBE, for example, um, where for the, our Australian fund, um, we've actually modelled that a 1% increase in interest rates increases their um, top line earnings by 17%. So it is material for the insurers, um, but for the, um, the wholesale broker, um, like a Ryan, what's relevant is really um, clipping the commission on those, um, those premiums. And 40 acquisitions since 2010, can they sort of continue at this sort of pace or do you think that, that acquisition spree will slow down over the next few years? 
Yeah, management have suggested that it's likely to slow, um, Chris, but uh, are obviously highly opportunistic and have some dry powder there should they wish to acquire, and we expect them to, to continue to do so. But what you're talking about is a highly experienced management team, you know, led by Pat Ryan um, and the other founders uh, of, of Ryan Specialty, um, all with a very strong pedigree within the insurance industry and also well recognised. Um, so we, we anticipate that there are likely to be further announcements, but they're not going to be rash or rush into anything. And that's really interesting, really um, exciting for this business, given what we are likely to see in an environment of, of higher interest rates, that there are probably going to be some, some good deals uh, on the table. And the balance sheet can fund those generally without having to raise any new capital you're expecting? Yeah, that's right. That's right, Chris. Yeah, um, no issues there. And talk me through the organic growth outside of the acquisitions. What's that been like over the past few, five years? Cause it looks pretty consistent. Yeah, Chris, so um, recent Q1 uh, results suggested or they indicated um, top line organic growth at um, around 30%, um, which is uh, obviously um, very strong um, and something that uh, management, they have given conservative guidance. We're actually uh, above that in terms of our expectations. So we anticipate um, that uh, we'll continue to see strong growth, which is why it trades on the multiple that it does, um, as it is recognized by the market that um, Ryan being uh, a, a pure play, essentially the only pure play um, that exists in the excess and surplus market, it is um, uh, a way that uh, well, investors can get access uh, and um, uh, get access to what is a secularly growing part of the market. So we anticipate that that top line um, organic growth to continue to accelerate um, and a little bit above expectations. Very good. We'll dig into numbers in a second, but we'll be back with more Talkie Book after this short break. On TV, online and on your smartphone, this is Ticker News. This episode of Talk Your Book is proudly brought to you by Honan, providing a complete range of insurance, risk, and financial solutions. Yeah, yeah, Fundies called me up, told me to take a look, but stay stubborn as bulls and talk their own book. Get the money, get the money, get, get the money. Thanks for watching Talk Your Book. Now, Anthony, just to really wrap up, uh, the whole scene on Ryan specially, talk us through the numbers, maybe give us what their market cap is, what their PE is, and, and maybe a little bit about what their return on equity looks like. Yeah, so um, the, the PE, so they're listed on the New York Stock Exchange, headquartered in Chicago over in the States. The uh, PE trades around uh, 32 times on um, a one-year forward basis, uh, and the market cap is around $11.5 billion. USD, so solid um, sort of global mid cap type um, level of market capitalization. And what sort of top line growth can you see them getting for, for the next say two or three years? Yeah, so um, so in terms of top line growth, we think mid, uh, mid teen type growth. Um, so certainly uh, we believe it is an area, a way to play the insurance market um, where you can generate those double digit rates of growth um, and subsequently, you know, that's really a, a view that's been reconfirmed by company guidance. Um, they've continually hit it year after year. 
Um, and that's why um, the, the, um, the, the share price trades on the valuation that it does, um, as that's recognized by the market. Now, in terms of our expectations, um, in terms of our price target, we think that from the current share price, there's 22% uh, upside um, based on a, a DCF uh, modeling from our analyst, um, Annabelle Riggs, that specializes um, in the insurance sector for us globally. Um, and that's a reflection of, we believe that the market and the company is being conservative. Um, we actually think they're going to deliver stronger, um, both top line growth, organic growth, um, and uh, subsequently we're likely to see um, growing earnings and that will be reflected in a higher share price. And you mentioned the founder being a bit of a legend of the insurance broking industry. And I think now north of 80 years old, he's picturing the presentation and suggests he's sort of in his late thirties, but, um, Talk me through the, the key man risk on that and, and how you're comfortable with that and, and how uh, Ryan especially are planning for his potential exit um, one day. Yeah, so, so Pat Ryan is the, the majority shareholder and that's obviously something that um, is a risk uh, and something that um, we've engaged with the company on, um, you know, in particular succession planning. Um, and there is a, a, a strong succession plan in place. Um, there's a guy called Tim Turner. He owns... He's a founder of Ryan as well. He owns around $200 million worth of stock. Um, so he's obviously heavily aligned with shareholders um, and he's really being groomed as the, the successor to Pat when he um, does decide to, to potentially retire for the second time. But uh, I think the case of um, you know the two lads over at Berkshire suggests that um, if you are passionate, uh, if you are engaged, then certainly age is no barrier to, to continuing on. Well, Anthony, it's a brilliant story. Really appreciate you coming back on Talk Your Book and sharing it with us and our, our viewers. Thanks very much. Cheers, Juddy. See you next time.